Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Boomer Bunker Prime time. Time to pull our finger and let it linger. Reaping what I've sown, I am Boomer Bob and his farts smell like condoms. John Domingo. Bob, I got to tell you, there's always this thing about 10 minutes before we're ready to go live that I have a decision to make. It's to poop or not to poop. And I don't know why that's the question. But you know something else, Bob, besides the fact that you're whatever you're grading and out there with your green screen in your background. I don't have a green screen of your dead show. That's no longer. It's just like a dinosaur of a podcast. If I could choose just a solid color, I would, but I can't. I know. Uh, or you can make it green. Just say no. No, I can't. <laughs> you want to see? No, I don't want to. Ooh. See. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't have your. See, no, I don't what? have my green screen. I know. What happened to your green screen? Did it fall down? Or you just didn't have time. I. It's it's somewhere else. There. Oh, we took it back to the old homestead. It's somewhere else. Okay. I guess Jody says always pregame poop. Something, but sometimes you sit there and you're just nothing's coming. You don't want to force it because then you get the you get the hemorrhoids. So sometimes, Bob, what's that thing? Oh, necessity is the mother of invention. And today I didn't get a chance to do what I always do, like go and pull video and all that stuff. So I said, hmm. I'm a, I'm smart. I'm a smart guy. So if this works out the way I think it's going to work out, this is going to be fantastic for all the rest of the podcasts I do. As far as like uh, the what's that other one I do? Rubberneckers. Yeah, rubberneckers. The rubberneckers. The rubberneckers. By the way, Bob, kudos to you. Last episode on rubberneckers, you were goddamn funny, and. I just I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, you were you were great. It was amazing. I was chuckling as I was editing it, getting it, uh, getting it out, and that there there was a couple things that you said that I had to pull. I'm going to have them on the the board. Oh, no. great. oh yeah. <laughs> well, if I die tomorrow, at least I know I'll live for, on forever in the things I accidentally said. Yeah, I know, I know. But anyhow, uh, I digress. So. How's that? How's everything going in Bob's land? Why are you asking that? It's it's never going to be a happy. Never well, things are wonderful, John. Life is so great. You know what, Bob? It's just something to kind of get the focus off of me, to be honest with you. What the hell? What is it with you? With your back? Why are you complaining? Well, I don't know. You, now you're just. <laughs> hey, look at me. You're back in the studio. Welcome to the Puma Punka Podcast. I'm John Domingo. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. That was everything. Welcome to the Puma Punka Podcast. I'm John Domingo. Dumb shit John Gismongo said, Well, I told you, we need our fucking guns and, uh, Boomer Bob says, from what do we need to be protected from? Uh, The government. He actually said, the government. Why do you people even watch that shit? 
I, I heard he made, I heard his wife made that same face on their on their uh, wedding night. Hey, oh, <laughs> the funny thing about John Jamingo, often imitated, never duplicated. That's all I got to say. All right. Oh, you know I got to tell well, you, there's two of you here. I know. Oh, look, I'm talking to myself. They, duplicated, never imitated. See, see the difference. I'm, right. I'm like trying to hold my smoke to your lips, but it, it doesn't oh, want to work God, out. I hate that. <laughs> so before we came on here, I was getting ready. And uh, over on the Twitter, Tommy Lauren had uh, Caitlyn Jenner on. I keep wanting to call him Bruce. Caitlyn Jenner on. And Caitlyn was talking about being transgender. And I got to tell you, Bob, this whole, in other words, I think they out, they overstepped their boundaries. They outkicked their coverage. The backlash is coming for the trans community, and it's not going to be pretty. And I don't care how many of your liberal white women that you have out there and your all these and your uh, what you call soy boy males that are going to sit there and try to. The fact of the matter was we were everything was fine. We were accepting you. There was no problem. Then all of a sudden. Now we got to praise you. And now you're coming for the kids. And now you want to have drag shows and all this other bullshit. No, no. Here's the line. If you step over it, we're going to slap your bitch face back over on the other sideline. We've had enough of your bullshit. We're not going through this anymore. And Caitlin was basically saying the same thing. This is going to drive me crazy. This, <laughs> this thing you have here is going to drive me insane. Any thoughts, Bob? Yes. You know, I'm going to start a show with Marky Toaster. Hello, everybody. This is Jeff Rowe's Dirty Country Songs, and I'm Jeff Rowe. And uh, this song here is called uh, There's a Queer on My Beer. And uh, y'all probably know what it's about. Uh, it goes, I'm just going to get into it. It goes like this. There's a queer on my beer who had that dumb idea. I'm pouring it down the drain. This world is gone insane. I can't drink no more Bud Light. I'm gonna switch to Miller and maybe Coors or Guinness. Cause I don't want no girl on my bed that has a penis. There's a queer on my beard Who had that dumb idea I can't drink no more but lines All right, thank you, Dirty Derek. <laughs> Just kidding, that wasn't Dirty Derek. I love his... Uh, I have a queer on my beer. It's not my idea. Well, haven't you... <laughs> have you never heard of Hank Williams? Yeah, of course I have. So uh, the original song. No, his son was Bo Cephas. Oh, son, son was Bo Cephas. Okay. Yeah, Hank Williams Jr. Jr. Gotcha. Yes, and now there's a Hank Three. That's the junior really. Song. Yeah, a- Hank Three. He's a musician. He he does some uh, country metal, just all different kinds of music. Hank cubed. Hank. Yes. To the third power. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the thing is that. I'm going to try to go from my board left to right. So if you don't, if, if you would uh, allow me. Whatever. God damn it. I just did something I didn't want to do. Fuck. We're used to that. 
I know, I know, I know. You showing up on the show? Yeah. Hey, Bob, you don't know how close I was to just say, you know what I feel? I'm not feeling it tonight. But you know me, but, Bob, consummate performer that I am. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go do it. All right. Let's try this one more time. Sometimes you're about as useless as a sports bra to Dylan Mullins. You can take over doing this shit anytime you fucking want. I mean, Look you and joke, I. Stupid. <laughs> Here we go. It's a Dylan Mulvaney joke, and you fucking stepped on it with your big fucking feet. Go ahead. Do it again. Say no. it again. Say it. So that you're about as useless as a sports bra to Dylan Mulvaney. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So finally, uh, the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. It's funny that Bush, they're, they're going after women that don't have a Well, well it's spelled I, differently, so. Guess. Do we, should I read this or do you want to read it? I don't um, want to. Can you highlight it and right click and pick speak? That's so much better. Let me see if, can I do that? Anybody can with a Mac. Yeah, but it doesn't see this is a picture. <gasps> what I just do. Don't do that. I'll read it, Bob. As a CEO of a company founded in America's heartland. more than <laughs> Sorry, I touched something. <laughs> I bumped oh, yeah. something and it fell on it. <laughs> I, like, I thought I was I thought I was here with Eugene. Sorry, dog. As a CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring that every customer feels proud of the beer we brew. We're honored to be part of the fabric of this country. Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people, and our independent distributors employ more than 47,000 valuable colleagues. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and a proud history supporting our communities, military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. We never intended to be part of the discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. My time in serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded, freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As the CEO of Enzheiser-Busch, I am focusing on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this country, this company, and our brand and our partners. I spend much time traveling across the country, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers and consumers across this nation. CEO, whatever this guy, uh, uh, Bill Whitworth, I think his name is, William Whitworth. All right. That was a good joke, John. Now, here's the thing. This is all bullshit. Whatever he just wrote there is all bullshit. Well, you what know, if the, if the Coors folk offered him a job, he'd be like, yeah, fuck this brand. See ya. Yeah, he'd leave that sinking rat ship. Right yep. Now, again, this is brilliant for one reason it's brilliant is because that we've been talking about Bud Light now for three weeks. We're still writing songs about it. Light, but yeah, that's true. I mean, okay. So then did they say, okay, well, you know what? We're taking, we don't want him to be our brand anymore. No. Is this an apology? No. It's a nothing burger. Dylan's still. He's still part of the, um, you know, he's still part of the brand. Although you haven't haven't seen him mention shit anymore about Budweiser, right. he's like shut your fat 
unshaven face. So I don't know. I, I don't think that anybody's going to stop drinking. If you like Bud Light, you're going to continue to drink Bud Light. So this is nothing burger. Well, and- I mean, I, I, I prefer if I have to drink a Diet Cola, I prefer Diet Coke, but I haven't, I haven't bought Diet Coke in probably like three years. Really? Yeah. No shit. Coca-Cola. So you're not buying Coke. I haven't bought Coke in three years. I, I refuse. I'll I'll pay a little bit more if I've got to to get the uh, the uh, other one. So, uh, Sparky Toaster says that uh, this is nothing but damage control. Yeah, but is it really? I mean, it's it's a weak attempt at it, and, and I think isn't it? This is like third attempt at this shit, and and every time it's like nothing. I don't know. Rednecks trying to get them trans canceled. Are we- I, I think it's dumb. You know, you can you can just not drink the beer anymore. Like, John, if I switched, well, like, with the Diet Coke, I've been talking to you for the better part of fucking three years, and I don't think I've ever told you that I quit drinking Diet Coke or that I quit buying their product. Yeah, it's weird. I know what that's all about. That's all about, you know, maybe trying to be less white. That They had a thing about trying to be well, less white. they had white. hired a company to handle some of that training bullshit um, within their company, and, yes, it part of their – it was an online class kind of thing that they made their employees take. And part of that was be less white, but that, that is part of it. I'm I'm sorry. You should have reviewed the fucking material before you paid to have every one of your employees brainwashed by it. And, um, so, you know, eat a dick and they, and they're still doing it too. You know, Coke, Coke is heavily donated to those particular causes that I think is basically choosing sides, which I totally disagree with. Keep your politics, uh, off my products, just like music, you know, if, if unless it's in your song, I don't want to he- hear shit about it. You know, Rage Against the Machine, it's all in their music. Every fucking lyric is about that shit. But when they're off stage doing interviews with, you know, Rolling Stone or whatever, shut up about it. The chat's having a ball trying to talk about they're still they're still talk about ruining a brand. The guys that we met through the rage quit, my rage quit of rubberneckers. Yes. We met a bunch of wonderful people. And they were called the Zaniacs because they were such Eric Zane fans. And he damaged his brand so bad that I don't know how long it's been, but they're still, I mean, they're still pissed about it. And I don't think that'll ever go away. It's probably going on a year. Yeah, it's going on a year. Yeah, well, we're we're rightfully proud to be their new home for absolutely. Hey, jabs and comments. His dumbass, uh, stupid shit is our game. We got the best. It's true. Best, we got the best of Eric Zane. To be quite honest with you. All right. So let's talk about your buddy. Your buddy. I don't. I don't have any buddies. You have a buddy. Your buddy, Dylan. Mulvaney. Oh, you mean that buddy? That buddy. All right. So Dylan was uh, at the Four Seasons in uh, Los Angeles, and O'Keefe, James O'Keefe, has his new news outlet. It's called OMG. Yeah. What was he before? What was his? He was uh, uh, Project Veritas. Project Veritas. And he left his own company. Right. Well, they, they basically pushed him out. Why? Because he caught some gay dude 
on it on a camera saying that he, he oh about Pfizer and stuff yeah and that they were mutating the virus themselves so they could make vaccines for it and then that that same guy came out and like backpedaled and said that he was just lying on a date you've never lied on a date right yeah exactly yeah listen I yeah, will- I've lied on a date but I never told anybody I was the president and uh, that I you know I'm like I've never exaggerated to that extent exactly exactly you know yeah honey yeah basically for this you might want to go in the bathroom for a little while and do some exercises because uh might not fit oh let me suck your dick that's what he was trying to do pretty much and uh that didn't work out for him too bad so anyhow that big giant rod (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh, James O'Keefe was outside the Four Seasons Hotel. Guess who was inside? Dylan Mulvaney. So. Dylan O'Keefe. Dylan O'Keefe. Here we go. In Beverly Hills, Dylan Mulvaney is inside the women's restroom right now. So I'm going to ask him for comment about our story. Regarding- All right, ladies, let me ask you a question. Women being raped in prison by men claiming to be transgender. Here we go. Dylan, this is James O'Keefe, OMG. Women are being raped in a prison in Washington state by men claiming to be transgender. There's footage of them talking about the rape. Do you have a comment on the story here uh, of the women being raped by the men claiming to be transgender? All right, so let me ask you a question here. Is this a wig? Is that a wig, ladies? That looks like a wig. I think this guy's a sham. I think he's just a gay guy who's playing a transgender woman. He's uh, what would you call that? He's transfaced. He's transfacing because, th- you know, he's a guy. He's still a guy. There's not one feminine thing on this dude. O'Keefe, OMG News. If you don't um, do you, what do you think about the women who are being raped by the men who are transgender. Do you have a comment about that? Please don't come in the elevator. Um, what do you think about, what is your comment to the women who are being raped by men claiming to be transgender? Why couldn't he go on an elevator in a public building? Bob, is your bike going? Has, maybe she has gas. <laughs> okay. Doesn't, you know, doesn't want him to, you know, oh, sorry. Excuse I mean, me. I would have just got on there with the camera and just kept asking questions. Well, he may not be allowed. Maybe that guy right there uh, works for the hotel. And uh, if you're not a guest, then you're probably not allowed up in the room unless you're a welcome. Right. I guess. I mean, he is basically harassing him, her, whatever. Yeah, I think. I mean, what do you think this dude, you know, Dylan's going to say about it? I. What do you think they know about transgender rape in prison i mean probably don't know anything all all they know is that they've been hired to be brand ambassador for by about a dozen different companies in the last two months and they're cashing in on it they were like a failed actor prior to this and all of a sudden they dress up in women's stuff and now they're making all kind of money getting all kind of attention yeah i would say you are absolutely right why am i getting a little feedback in my ears that just threw me sorry I don't know. It's a grift. I don't. That's the only thing I can say. And and if anybody's dumb enough to fall for it, then they deserve it. There's a couple of things that happened that I didn't get a chance to pull video on. One was that 
uh, Alex Stein. You know who Alex Stein is, don't you, Bob? That's the Alex guy. Stein 99. Alex Stein 99. Well, Dylan Mulvaney had a cameo account. <laughs> and Alex Stein said that he was a, a trans woman swimmer and that uh, he, he would he wanted Dylan to have a, a cameo about him going to swim in his first meet. And then he, and then he went and he played the two things. So then Dylan does a video of, I don't know who this guy is. Oh, I think he's a conservative right winger. And he made me do a cap. So now Dylan shut off his cap cameo. So you can't go. So thanks, Alex. Nice. Well, listen, to be honest, Alex, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen him do. I'm not a fan of Alex Stein 99. I think he's dumb. Uh, and he I, I, stupid. I think in the beginning he was, you know, doing the right thing, kind of like fighting the good fight. But now he's just turned into basically Dylan Mulvaney and doing it for attention and uh, paycheck. Uh, while Karen here says, <laughs> I love the picture. Dylan reminds me of Pee Wee Herman. And then um, EOD 696 says, it's no worse than Kristen Simmons being chased in the bathroom by some assholes. Yeah. Well, I would say that he's actually a member of the media, so he's asking questions. I think there's a little bit more than that. You know, there's a little bit more than just a bunch of activists chasing a congresswoman into a bathroom, screaming shit. Like, Dylan Mulvaney was not in harm's way if James O'Keefe got on the elevator with her, him, whatever. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know, you can't be in that space that uh, Dylan exists in now and not get harassed or, or whatever you want to call this, get ambushed by these James O'Keefe's of the world. You, you better prepare for that. Toughen up. Have, have a comeback. Give your balls a tug. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so I go back to that this is a grift because – He's not fem like if he was taking estrogen at all for a year, his voice would have softened a little bit. You know, he would have got he would have grown some kind of breast. I got bigger boobs than Dylan Mulvaney. I mean, there's not what he was. He would have got curvier. There's not one thing. There's not one part. If you look at him doing a video, you know, a video at night, he's got a five o'clock shadow. His next. uh what would you call it? Endorsement should be Jeremy Razors. Jeremy's Razors, the razor of the trans woman. <laughs> if you if you're a woman that needs a shave, use Jeremy Razors. Yeah, Duchess, same thing, right? No boobs, no curves, no hips, no nothing. He's a gay guy. He's Tootsie. He's Mrs. Doubtfire. He's just a man dressed as a woman. I don't think he's trans. I, this is my take on this. He's not trans whatsoever. Yeah, like you wonder when they're on like Drew Barrymore show and all that kind of crap. If when the you know backstage and the cameras aren't on them, they're like, "All right, look, motherfucker, I said I wanted you know I wanted green M and M's in my dressing room, and there's no green M and M's." So. I almost did what you did, Bob. I almost hit the sound effect board. Listen, I need a beer, a cigar, and uh, 
What else would it make? And a steak immediately. I gotta get out of these pumps, take this Nike sports bra off, and sit back and watch a ball game. That's what he sounds like when he's, there's no camera on. Listen, he was a he's an extremely a feminine man. I mean, you saw him on uh, any time that he was before he transitioned to an, into a woman. He was very effeminate. You, I mean, you saw the videos of him on um, was a Wheel of Fortune, not Wheel of Fortune. God damn it, Price is Right. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Price is wrong, bitch. Well. The other thing too, like there's those who wasn't it uh, John Leguizamo who just complained because of the actors. Yeah, someone acted and in, in, um in the Mario Brothers movies who were both Italian, I think. You know, right? They took a Latino role. Yeah. So, um, he's so, so and and you have that kind of thing. You have you know handicapped people not being played by actual handicapped people. Those kinds of complaints or, or black voices in cartoons not being, you know, voiced by black a- actors. What's the difference between that and this? Where's the outrage? This is a this is a guy pretending to be a woman, and oh. and getting getting put up on a pretty big pedestal and making a lot of bank off of it. Well, they can't say that he's not a woman because he says. They, well, they can. They're just afraid to because of the backlash that they might get you know what i'm falling more and more in love with your background it looks like we're in the same studio i know <laughs> i love it that's great uh i just don't know how far this will go well um from what i've heard uh something like five percent of them end up you know so. now nah, that's not going to happen here that's not going to happen here at all. Well, maybe they'll get Clinton or something. I don't know. Maybe Clinton. I could see Clinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, you know, being an actress or an actor, you want to be able to, I guess it would be, how would I put this? I'm, tr- I'm setting something up here, so I apologize. You go, girl. You know, when you're in the theater, you're very – you want to be seen. You're you want to be out in public. You want to be in front of the camera. You want to be all that. And that's my point is that Dylan was a, I don't know, third rate, fourth rate actor. And now that he's a woman, he's getting all these accolades and all this money and endorsements. And well, he is to acting what Leah Thomas was to men swimming. Basically. Yeah. Right. She's all pissed off now because somebody just signed a bill saying that I think it was probably Florida that uh, women aren't allowed into, uh, you know, uh, trans women, biological men aren't aren't allowed to compete. I think it's in uh, collegiate sports or whatever. And Mm. so he's all he's all bent out of shape. Bummer. Well, he's a lesbian. The only thing about him. That it that says he's a trans woman is just that he says he's a trans woman. That's it. I, I, I get confused, Nick. I'm sorry. I don't know whether to say she or he or whatever. Well, if it has a dingle dangle, then it's uh it's a he. I think we should just say trans. Just trans. Well, okay. Um what do they do when one of these people goes for life insurance? Good point. Because if you're a man, it, it's going to cost you more. 
Ooh. True story. Especially so, if you're a well, let's see, if you're a trans woman or trans man, then your life expectancy goes down, right? Because of the whole suicide. Well, if you take the actual job too, unaligned. Right? Yeah, uh, you know the well. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know reasons that men's uh, life insurance is more. Number one, they don't have the life expectancy of uh, women; it's a little bit lower, and they tend to do more hey y'all watch this kind of stuff and they tend to take have to take jobs that are, are more you know dangerous more they're just a higher risk at becoming unalive right they, well, they really. eat, eat you know bacon and cheese and fucking red meat and shit and some women will just have a salad so there's a lot of things there's a lot of risks so if these are biological men acting as women what do they you know what do they do for uh, life insurance Hmm, that's true. Um, Duchess says that was one of my favorite books as a child. I was living when I saw I missed the part of it. Where did someone put something else in there? All right, I'm sorry, I missed that. Um, anyhow, Eloise or something, I don't know. Yeah, so going back to that same thing about actresses and actors, I have are we done with this? Uh, are we done? We can go wherever you want, John. All right, because I think we've started talking about your damn grocery list. I don't care. Let's go. That's fine. Does anybody know who this is? Not a clue. Somebody from The View, I can tell. Patty Patty Pone. Okay. And she was on The View. I said, can't we just change this name of The View to basically just the blind? Because they don't say anything intelligent on here. So where do you get a load of this? Where do you get a load of this little ditty that she comes up with this before and i'm going to get in trouble but i have said this before and it's been in print i don't know what the difference between our christian right and the taliban is i have no idea what the difference is you're not the only person what? who said that come on whoopee who what? the fuck else has ever said that the christian right is the same as the taliban you know something like saying i i don't know that i don't know what the difference is between bill cosby and harvey weinstein Okay, so let me just back this up a little bit. Let me tell you the difference there, Patty, between the Christian right and the Taliban. First of all, if you were in a country that the Taliban was running right now, you wouldn't be sitting there with your head uncovered with your Prince Charming haircut. All right? That wouldn't happen. You'd have to have something on your head. All right? You would not be able to sit there and compare the Taliban to a Christian uh, to Christians, they would kill you. And second of all, if you talked like that, they'd smack you. They'd smack the taste out of your mouth because that's how the Taliban treat women. Now, let's get to the Christian right. The Christian right doesn't want you to cover your head. The Christian right won't smack you around for talking about them. And the Christian right also will allow you to spout this nonsense that you're spouting right now. But what happens is you're on the view right now and you've got to say something outrageous because nobody knew who the fuck you were unless you went to a Broadway play or something. Uh, that's where you would know her from. And maybe she was on a couple TV shows or movies. I don't know. I, I just found out about her today. And she looks like she'd been around a long time. I've never heard of her. Never heard of her until she made this statement. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Jody. And here's another thing. The Christian right, they might not like the gay lifestyle, 
but they don't toss you off a fucking roof if you are gay. Really remember any uh, hardcore Christians? I don't know, crashing Not- planes into buildings and shit. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if they were the Taliban. I guess they were the Taliban, weren't they? Yes, they I'm were. I'm not trying to say that I believe that fucking 9-11, the uh, you know, common explanation is factual, but. I see you got the lighting of Jody B. <laughs> darker and darker. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. It's not me. Uh, anyhow, so that's uh, Patty Pone on The View spouting that uh, she can't tell the difference between the religious right and the Taliban. So, well, I think they are a threat to our democracy, John. Unfortunately, some members of the media, some members of the media, some members of the media, members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias, to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. It's extremely dangerous to our democracy, John. Jesus, you know, again, the whole thing about the mainstream media, how they just they're owned by one corporation. And that script goes to, to every local station across the country. Six billionaires own all the media. That's amazing, isn't it? But they don't own podcasting. No, they don't yet. They're working. Yeah, well, when they get the resist act through, then, yes, they will. Right. That's they're they're working on it. Bob switched all his 60-watt bulbs out to 40-watt bulbs to save some electrics. You know why? Because I've been hanging out with Joe Biden. Now I know a lot about climate change. By the way, anybody who doesn't think we have global warming, hang out with me, man. Travel every major fire I've been to, you know. Global warming. I I thought it was called climate change now. Global warming. Hang, Hang out with him. He's been to a lot of fires. You know, I'm going to tell you something about global warming. Every time I build a bonfire, it makes me think about global warming. You know why, Bob? Because it's warmer. It's always warmer by the fire, Bob. That's what I'm trying to say. You know why? Because it makes your corn pop. Well, the thing is, Bob, I'll tell you about global warming. It makes me want to get uh, um, uh, some ice cream. And, uh, you know, I had some upstairs. I got, Bob, I'll tell you what. You know what's great about being president of the United States? Is I got a little refrigerator upstairs. And it's full. I ain't full of ice cream. And then I go downstairs. I got another refrigerator. That's full of ice cream, too. So I'll try and say is that. What was I trying to say? Oh, global warming. Uh, see, what happened was it was global warming, but then it didn't seem warm up too much. And what we did is we started going climate change. Because climate change, you can say, oh, it's too cold. Oh, that's climate change. It's not just warming. It's colden. If you're colden, then there's also climate change. Climate change make it warm. Climate change make it cold. Oh, John. Go turn your camera off now, faggot. I mean, what was I saying? (laughs) Well, while we're on climate change, um, this article made me laugh. Climate change is leading to more home runs, a study finds. Let me play this little video here. Turn the volume up so you can hurt and then i'm not gonna rising reason tonight why we're seeing more home runs at major league games not the fastballs 
Instead, call it a climate change-up because a new study out tonight says warmer temperatures helped at least 500 more hits clear the fence from 2010 to 2019, according to Dartmouth College research. The science of it is that a ball goes farther in warmer air than in cold air because it's less dense when it's warm. So this study predicts that places like Wrigley Field in Chicago, parks in Denver. Yeah, 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 whatever, bullshit. I'm not buying it. So what do you think? Well, I was going to say, and the thing about baseball is they throw the ball, they hit the ball, and they catch the ball. And if you don't believe that, I don't know what to tell you. Listen. But, okay, so if that's the case, what about golfing? Didn't it help Tiger Woods become the one of the greatest fucking golfers ever in that same time period? The thing is, Tiger Woods is uh, – He's a, 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 an anomaly, Bob. There's not too many black golfers, and they can hit a ball like Tiger Woods. Although his son, Charlie, is doing a pretty good job. But they don't tell you about golf and football. But here's the thing. If they're playing football and they're going to kick a field goal, they should go to warmer climate. This way, the football will go farther. They would make longer field goals. I feel like my Joe Biden's turning into O.J. Simpson. So what I'm about – it is. <laughs> okay, so then why don't we fly planes lower to the ground where the air's warmer so they don't have as much resistance? You know something, Bob? We got too many questions for a man that doesn't have a background that seems to work great. Uh, they have to try to keep this in the in the media because this is – you want to talk about a grift. This climate change sh- bullshit is the biggest grift and people are looking at it. I mean, people that are smart, not people that just listen to, uh, you know, people on TV about baseball and they go, oh, yeah, climate change. Oh, you go, well, it's climate I've been around a little while. In 1980, they said we weren't going to make it until 2000, 2005. The whole planet, Bob, was going to be underwater. Now it's 2024 and they're still saying the same shit. Like in... 10 years, it, the planet might be 3.5 degrees hotter Celsius. Now, here's the thing. That might be true, but are we causing it? I don't think so. I'm not. And everything that we're doing, all this bullshit with batteries, and because now it's coming out that these batteries are so heavy, and now they want to make electric trucks. Well, the batteries that to go in these electric Mack trucks are like 8,000 pounds. And it costs so much energy to charge them that we don't have an, the that would take down the grid. Nobody's right. Yeah. There's, there's uh, like companies that are like, Hey, you know, we want to get 30, um, you know, electric powered trucks and the local power companies like, yeah, no, <laughs> you're talking like five fucking megawatts and we don't have that kind of, juice to spare hell the um the factory that they were made in only pulls two megawatts exactly you saw the same thing i saw yes you watched the same <clears throat> tiktok yes i did was it tiktok bob it was well that's where i got it they, okay. i'm sure they you know yanked it from someplace else but and then there's also there now toyota's coming out with a pretty what looks pretty interesting uh h2 car uh hydrogen car oh, that there I- uh, that they're they're Toyota's gonna have some pretty cool shit coming out. So if if they're able to do that, it's pretty awesome. Uh, the, you can fill up the hydrogen tanks in like ninety seconds and get like three hundred miles. 
now I'm all, I'm all for that. And they also have a V8 that can produce something like 480 horsepower or something like that. I'm sure if uh, EOD's in here, those guys will probably know more than me about it. But yeah, crazy stuff. Um, I don't buy into the climate change shit. Um, do I like being on the same kind of uh, power we've been using for a uh, hundred plus fucking years now? I, th- I think we need something better. But that's the, this is what they get, the government, for basically subsidizing and and allowing oil to run things for so fucking long. Well, here's another thing, Bob. Our dollar is based on the petro, on oil. Now we get rid of oil. No. We're, what's going to happen to the dollar, Bob? It's based on our arms and legs. You've you seen that like two weeks ago in that. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, but the, basically they call it the petrodollar. And now if, the, if people don't buy oil, what's going to happen then? Whew. Again, I go back to the, I go back to that people are waking up. Like for, at first, they're sitting there and they're thinking, "Wow, you know, maybe we should change." Like it was really hot this summer, and you know, we didn't get any snow this winter, and you know, we didn't get any much snow last year. So basically, like right now in New Jersey, for the past three years, our winters have been on par with what North Carolina has as far as winters. And uh, well, first of all, I'm all for it because I hate snow. But that doesn't mean that we have anything to do with it. And that doesn't. And again, if we start tomorrow, the United States didn't put out one ounce of carbon monoxide or any greenhouse gases, it wouldn't matter because India, China, South America, you know, all the Asian countries, they're not going to stop because energy is cheap and and they don't they can't afford energy. They can't afford this. So they're going to continue to do it anyhow. This is, like I said, the biggest grift and you've got. John Kerry, my wife owns ketchup. He's flying all over the world, private jet. Never, never. I don't, I don't fly commercial. None of them practice what they preach. That's all I'm trying to say. They're a bunch of hypocrites, Bob. Every yeah. fucking one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think China puts uh, brings a new coal coal fired plant online uh, every week. So yeah, and they got to get coal from us, right? So, right? When you talk talk to these uh, these climate change assholes that are in the government, they're like, China's doing everything, doing great things to cut emissions. I'm like, they produce more than the rest of the the world combined. So, and they're bringing coal, a new coal fired plant online once a week. So, Germany just shut down their last two uh, nuclear plants. Nuclear power So that's it. They're nuclear free, Bob. Well, sucks to be German. <laughs> so let's get to end. I don't know how they talked them into that. That's again with the problem of getting natural gas and oil and all this other nonsense. Yeah. They're shutting those plants down. Now, I'm not saying that we can't do something different. Right now, I see a bunch of stories how they're taking and finding better ways to make uh, transistor chips and uh, you know, making uh, better power cells, you know, that would take and make, you know, solar power more efficient Then I'm all for it. Like if you could put a couple of panels on my truck and then where I have to drive around and never have to get gas, I'm all for that. But I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if that's ever going to work. We're in this right now. We're in a transition of what are we going to do when we can't make money? Because a lot of jobs are going to go away soon. With AI, 
and with what they're doing with you just do what everybody else does move back in with your parents well i guess you just take over the houses i don't know we're just gonna have to change somehow we're gonna have to get off the money system i think what's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 years is the globalists they think that they're just going to shut off the food supply and then we're going to have to conform and they're just you know we're going to have to beg them to give us oh can i please have another half a bowl of gruel but americans are too smart for that what we'll do is we'll just go internal in other words we'll find somebody that that uh, you know raises cows we'll get eggs from local farmers we'll buy steers from local people we'll get our food from um you know f- you know in new south jersey this is the garden state. So, you know, in the summer, you know, right now they're growing everything. So, and then we'll go back to doing what they did in the depression. We'll start canning and, and bottling stuff. We'll get root cellars and all. We'll be fine. The people in the cities, all these elitists that went to college, you know, that walk around. I don't have a car. I Uber. Tell me yuppies. Yeah. All these yuppies. They'll be the first ones to go the week. You know, I hear that if you have some of the, the the little like flavor packets that come in ramen, gruel is pretty good. Oh, really? I don't even know what yeah, gruel is, to be honest with you. I don't either, but I've heard that thing about jail. If you got those little flavor packets, man, you those things are like gold. Jody's right. If they shut down the internet, we'd all be fucked. I wouldn't. I, I would. No. Huh. Be fucked royale. Well, we'd be fucked as far as our, like we wouldn't be able to buy anything unless you had cash, cash on hand, that kind of thing. But I'd... I'd, I'd miss it, but I'd, I'd get over it. I love the fact that we don't need cash. I, I love the fact that the, I don't have to go to the bank. I love the fact that my phone, I could take my phone, tap the gas pump, and all of a sudden it pays. You know, I don't have to take money out. I love that. What I don't love is the fact that the government says, oh, you know what? You can't buy that. Well, you can't do that. No, no. Sorry. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. Okay, when I first started playing poker in 2004, we used to be able to play online for money. You know, you put some money in an account and play or whatever. They had poker back then? Yes, they did, Bob, back in 2004. Wow. And then all of a sudden, I forget what year it was, the Department of Justice went in and just, that was it. No more poker. And no more. And then fucking Trump. It was way before Trump. I know. And uh, then, like, New Jersey – now we can we can gamble. We can play poker online in New Jersey, but only with other New Jerseyans. And we have to be in New Jersey to do it, which is so stupid. I can't play. I can't play poker with people in Canada or East European or anything like that. I can only play poker with people in New Jersey, which is dumb. I did not start out playing strip poker. That's not true. That's a lie. You don't Nick. have to lie to be my friend, John. It's Nick, okay. That's truth. a lie. All right, so Sparky Toaster says, if they shut down the internet, I will not have to pay bills anymore. I get no bills in the mailbox anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they just That's come true. and take all your shit and turn off all your shit. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's what they want anyway. They want it all back after you pay for all of it. Right. So they want all your money. Then then after that's done and you ain't got any more, then you want all your shit. So, Correct. So like uh, this guy here tried to earn a, earn a couple of extra bucks. Air National Guardsman arrested after applying online to be a hitman. This guy. Wobbly. (laughs) A uh, Tennessee Air National Guardsman was arrested last week after applying to be a hitman on a parody website. Um, Just a second. I got to drag my 
my my browser over here. Uh, there we go. Uh, Josiah Ernesto Garcia, 21, was charged on Thursday with the use of interstate facilities and a commission of murder for hire by using a fake hitman website called rentahitman.com. Would you fall for that, John? <laughs> Any cock will do. Rentahitman.com. I don't know, Bob. I think I would say rent a hitman. Don't you think the government would look at that and say, what are we doing here with this? Well, I don't think like, I would ever go like this guy is just a mental giant. Well, don't you think they also get people trying to like hire somebody too? Yes, of course. I, I know mean, some people well, that are getting the interview is going to be like. To get that job, rent the hitman. He he applied for a job. What do you think that like? You think it's a work from home thing? Like, listen, Bob, the man needed money to support his family. He began searching for online contract mercenary jobs, <laughs> according to a press release. He first made contact with a site on February sixteenth when he filed an employment inquiry form indicating he was interested in obtaining employment as a hitman. He noted his military experience and rifle expertise in a, in a form while also requesting an in-depth job description, according to court documents. The hopeful hitman remains in contact with the website over the next several days, providing his Tennessee driver's license, a headshot, and a resume. <laughs> my name is Josiah Ernesto Garcia, and my pronouns are kick your ass my pronouns are shoot and duck <laughs> i'm looking for a head shot head shot i'm looking for a job that pays well related to my military experience shooting and killing the marked target so i can support my kin on on the way he said this through a follow-up email. Yeah. What I can, what can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job that's similar to it, such as this one, put me in, Coach. If you ever thought of playing some, I don't know, competitive Call of Duty, something like that. I mean, dude, this almost sounds like a troll. Like I, this almost sounds like this guy was actually trying like to troll this website, and now he's all jammed up. What the hell kind of mustache is that? If you need a hitman, you need to go to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Garcia uh, earned the nickname Reaper from his military experience and workmanship. Feeling antsy for work, Garcia set to follow, uh, sent two follow-ups between February 23rd and March 13th, hoping to hear back from potential work. They should have like said, all right, your first um, mark is your mother. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then the guy <laughs> you're next really into this or not. You got to go find out if he's actually going to do it. An undercover FBI agent was assigned to pose as an agent for the website and contacted Garcia for a phone interview, which he, which led to the two meeting for an in-person where Garcia said he was looking in, he was looking into killing people for money for a while. On April 12th, Garcia was scheduled to meet, with the cover, undercover agent to discuss a pen, potential target that would pay $5,000 for taking out the client's abusive husband. Ah, oh, see, Bob? Mi nombre es el Reaper. <laughs> well, he was given the first half of the payment along with the images of a fake target. 
Upon receiving payment, Garcia asked if the photo evidence of the murder target was required before the FBI made the arrest. Holy shit. I see that kind of a photo, and I think lonely and don't have a front-facing camera. Like, what? what's with the mirror thing? That's like 2010 shit. I don't know. That's your problem? Your, that's your problem? But this guy was going to just go out and... Good thing they got him. He sounds like he was a serial killer in the making. If like if serial killing was a way to make money, I think this guy would have been. You don't think that the military programming had anything to do with his morals when it comes to no, no. You know why, Bob? I'll tell you why. Because thousands of people go through the military, go through all this training, and they come out, and you know what they don't do? They don't become a hitman, Bob. They don't go to hitman.com and (laughs) decide to try to put in a resume. Rentahitman.com. I'm sorry, rentahitman.com. Because yeah. you really don't want to buy a hitman.com. You just want to rent a hitman.com. Thank God they got this moron off the street. It says it was uh, created, rentahitman.com was created in 2005 by four friends attempting to create a cybersecurity company uh, as, as it was a play on words with rent as in hire us. So, um, yeah, hit okay. Hit as in network traffic and men because well there were four of us, so that's where rent a hit as in get a hit on your website. Alrighty, well that's interesting. Wait, I'm sure the government took that over. Wait a minute, hang on. This, this while the company was failing to get off the ground, it began receiving many inquiries about murder for hire services. <laughs> Which led Ennis to turn it over into a parody site that included false testimonies from fictional customers, a service request form, and even a, cre- a careers tab where people like Garcia can apply to be a hitman. Both the service request form and careers form have been used many times to arrest people interested in using the services of a hitman or someone they know, including a New Mexico man who plotted his in-laws murder. On the site. Right here in July, 2020, a Michigan woman, Michigan uh, attempted to hire a better last name was Zane uh, to hire a hitman through a website to have her husband killed for five grand. Yep. Bet the last name was Zane. If the false testimonies and fake advertisements weren't warnings of the parody site under the highest level of education section in the careers form, Trump <laughs> form, Trump University, Home Depot, U and McDonald University credits are accepted. <laughs> Oh, my God. If convicted, Garcia faces 10 years in prison. Oopsie. Only one of the job. Yeah. That's too funny. <sighs> I, I'm sorry, but that, that story cracks me up. How about that one? Which one? I'm uh, hovering over here. It's just on the same page. Oh. No, this one's old. Right. Anyway, I got one for you. So the DeSantis, who's not running for president yet, yet because he can't. He's while he's acting governor, he's not allowed to announce any other other type of candidacy that I know of. Right. So he's out at um he's out giving a speech, and uh, he had some 14, pr- protesters. 14, 16, 18. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Jews against DeSantis. Right. I mean, you got to have a little fun. Is it 
Did they say Jews against DeSantis? Jews against DeSantis. For what? I'm not sure, Bob. Is he anti-Semitic? Well, I think the fact is that the he tried to unfurl the ban the banner, and they made it all the way to the podium where he was speaking, and then security intercepted him. Well, you saw. Uh, I don't know why Jews are against DeSantis. I know uh, Ben Shapiro. He's a Jew, and uh, he loves Ron DeSantis. Hmm. Just saying. So I was listening to a podcast today. The podcast is called uh, Relentless. What is it called? I can't never remember. I'm telling you, Bob, I got about maybe another six, eight months doing this, and I won't be able to do it anymore because I have no memory. It is called Ruthless. The podcast is called Ruthless. And this episode, this latest episode, they had um, Chris Christie. Chris Christie used to be the former governor of New Jersey. Yes, Mr. Shutdown Bridges, because he can. Mr. Shutdown Bridges. Okay. So he is thinking about a presidential run. And to be honest with you, I think he's going to do it. Now, here's the thing. He was that man couldn't run if he fucking tried. Okay. Another fat joke. I get it. Yeah. I understand. So he was on this show today and he was roasting DeSantis. And then he went after Trump. And the reason he went, see, at first I thought he was just sent by Trump to go after DeSantis because it makes Trump look bad when Trump does it. But then he went after Trump. And here's the funny thing about Chris Christie. Chris Christie has known Trump for a long time. Chris Christie, once he was at, once he stopped um, his presidential campaign in 2016, he became like an advocate or he endorsed Trump. Yes. Jumped on the bagging wagon, hoping for a, um, for a cabinet position, I'm sure. So he said something in this interview today, which was unbelievable. And I can't believe it hasn't been put out yet. It kind of has, but nobody's picked this up. And it shocks me because the press, I figure, would be all over this. He... When when he got COVID, he knew about it like five days before it came out. During that stretch, that's when uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, the woman, what's her name? Three names. Anyone? Oh, that's a no for me, dog. I don't know who you're talking about. I know judges. But I don't the know Supreme the Court judge. The, that's it. Amy Comey Barrett. Oh, yeah. ACB. So he tested positive on Friday. On Saturday, he hosted uh, her like when she was uh, when she was let into the Supreme Court. God damn it. I can't even think right now. So she was let into the Supreme Court. He had COVID the whole time. Yep. Then after that, they were. uh they were preparing him for the debate against uh, Joe Biden. I'm as bad as Joe Biden. So he had it. He gave it to his staff. Uh, Christie almost died. He was in intensive care. It could have went either way. So Trump knew he had it. He didn't care. And he's he had all his top cabinet people in there preparing for the uh, debate and he gave all fucking COVID. Yeah, that's it. Come See, on, man. Oh, man. You know, the thing. The thing. The, thing, the dude. The what? The yeah. <laughs> Fuck all of them. <laughs>
Right. <sighs> you can take over anytime you want, Bob. Okie dokie. Well, this one, hopefully, you don't want to spend too much time talking football, but uh, go on, Jalen. Jalen Hurts signs a $255 million contract extension with the Eagles. That's five years, 255. Now, I'm sure that includes all of his like incentives and all that. I think his guarantee is like 160, 165, nine, somewhere it's in over, there. It's over 170 million. Is it? Yeah, 179. Yeah, right here. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, 179 yeah. mil. Now, he's also got 15 million to seven. Now, here's the thing. You know me. You know I'm a huge Eagles fan. Been an, an Eagles fan since for 50 years now. This year will be 50 years I've been an Eagles fan. This guy right here is the epitome of what Eagles fans love. This guy leaves it all on the field. He, you know, he he goes out there, he gives it his all. He plays through injuries. I mean, this guy here, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be the best quarterback that Philadelphia's ever had. Now, yeah. the funny thing was that Ron Jaworski, who used to be a quarterback in 1980, he says, I remember when I was the highest paid player in Eagles history. He signed a four-year deal. Okay. Bob, guess how much money in 1980 making him the highest played paid Eagles I would player? I say probably like $10 million. $2 million. What? Four wow. years, $2 million. He was the highest played uh, player on the Eagles team. Four mil. Yeah, I think in the NFL currently, I think the minimum is something like six hundred thousand a year. Yeah, it was that's, like, that's if you're like just a peon. Yeah, it was like seven hundred thousand. Maybe it was four million. No, I think it was two, two years, four million dollars. Yeah, it was. It wasn't much. Right. So yeah. Well, I just hope he. Uh, I mean, he's he's quick and he and he watches his back pretty hard. He's he's good on the scramble and all that. But I mean, he he took a few injuries this last season that mm. well he's got to learn he's got to learn and i think this he will now because he's smart he's a smart guy mm-hmm. he will learn that to get out of bounds and save your body get yeah. down save your body you know the yeah. couple of years he just he just like flew into people and and don't get me wrong love to see it but you know you can't get this guy hurt the funny thing uh, is 255 million dollars is one quarter of the uh, salary cap for the Eagles. Yeah, it's a quarter of a billion dollars, too, by the way. Right. So I said, you know, well, he's a quarterback. He should get quarter of the salary cap. Quarter. Back. Quarter. Get it. Get it. Give me back in a quarter. Get it. I'm excited for back. the Eagles. I'm excited for the Eagles this season. I think they really have a they have a tough schedule. Uh, last year was a dream season. But I really do think they have a chance to win the division make it back into the playoffs and make a run, deep run into the playoffs. We'll see. Um, their defense is pretty stout. We still have the draft to go through. We, like I'm part like I'm part owner of the team. And you've been a fan all, all your life. I think you've earned that, you know, the uh, pronoun don't me, we. Don't, don't make me see, sing the fight song, the Fly Eagles Fly. I still haven't been able to watch a fucking ball game. Oh, you haven't tried to watch baseball yet? Well, uh, there was a Atlanta Braves game on uh, ESPN all pretty much all week, and I don't care about them, even though they're the closest team to me. I couldn't give a shit. Plus, they're I, playing like uh, American League. They're like, why? I don't understand the mixing of the leagues, the uh, National League playing the American League. It's like cats and dogs playing together. What the fuck's that about? So, 
<laughs> touches. Don't sing that goddamn song. Speaking of which, do you got the song I made you? Oh, I do. I got to download it. I, well, because here's the thing, Bob. I wasn't sure if you were done with it. I don't care. I'm not going to polish that turd. You're not going to polish a turd? I was bored the other night, and uh, it took me like half an hour, and I, I wrote this and recorded it real quick and f- threw it at John. The vocals are probably a little loud in the mix compared to the music, but, I mean, that's kind of the point of a p- parody. You want to hear the, the words said a little bit more than the actual music because everybody already knows the music. So it's dumb, but eh, I'm just Here's trying it. to find something new for the show. I got to say that this song, when I first heard it, Where'd it go? Here it is. When I first heard it, I, I was like three o'clock in the morning. I woke up and I saw you sent it. Yeah. And I said, God damn, this, it made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. All right, here we go. I'm not going to uh, just, that's you gotta, fine. You can just leave us up here, whatever. Here we go. The day the bunker was born, the listeners all gathered round. They all watched and wondered what the hell they had found. Then Bob spoke up, said, I can't do this show alone. Listeners knew right away he needed John Jamingo. John Jamingo. John Jamingo. We're over opinionated and under informed. Every Wednesday at 8, Boomer Bunker goes live. You can still listen later if you missed the show live. We're on Apple Podcasts, baby, Twitch, Facebook, and Rumble. Search Boomer Bunker, honey, with John Domingo. John Domingo. Because I stutter. See, it's funny. Bunker. Time for the show. And fade it out. I was trying to think of a song to make fun of my stutter that would include you, and that was the only thing I could come up with. What it was is I got in my van the other day, had to go somewhere, and it was like five o'clock drive time. And I, I listen to talk radio in the van and is some fucking right wing idiots uh, fucking radio show started with that fucking song's music. And I'm just like, how cheesy, how fucking cheesy can you be to still in 2023 have your radio show starting with that guitar riff? Like I you're cool. Oh, it's time to get cool. Listen, he's got cool guitar music. I got a 25 year old fucking song. Have you ever seen George Thurgood live? Uh, negative. I've seen George, George Thurgood at Delaware Destroyers. I've seen him live no less than five or six times. And his his concerts are one big fucking party. Oh, I'm sure they are. So it's amazing. So I love that song. I love a lot of his music. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I can't listen to him without having one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the other thing, too. 
Uh, I'd like to redo that because there's a couple things in there where I was like, I think there's a, this is a little too wordy. Like there's one. Yeah. That I think mm-hmm. if we could just, I would like to put that out almost as the opening of the show. Yeah. Or it's actually a, yeah. even put it out as like a, a pinned tweet on our, tw- uh, you know, sure. as a video. I think that would work, be pretty good. I would like it. Be pretty funny. Yeah, great job. I mean, you do amazing work as far as uh, song parodies. I just uh, wrote one about two hours ago for a friend. He's It has to do with his church, and his pastor wants to take uh, Alice in Chains' Man in the Box and turn it into Man on the Cross. So um, he wasn't 100% content with what his pastor wrote, so he asked me to do it, and I did it. So anyway. Really? Yep, Man on the Cross. It took me about 20 minutes. Do you have any of that? Did you write? I, I didn't make the song. I just wrote the lyrics for him because oh. he has to sing it. He's a smiled vocalist from my last band, Passenger. The band was named Passenger? My band was named Passenger, a tribute. We had to name it a tribute because after we came up with the name Passenger, <clears throat> we found that there was a song that was recently made popular by another group called Passenger um, oh. from uh, England. And, and they made, they, they had like over a fucking billion views on their one song. Gotcha. So we had to change it. Yeah, the, it's it's the name of a Deftones song that included the vocalist from Tool. And since we were a, a Deftones Tool Incubus tribute band, we went with that name. So there you go. All right. Uh, before, if Jody has something, I podcast alone. Yeah, with nobody else. <laughs> you know, I podcast alone because I prefer to be by myself. Yeah, that's so, pretty good. All right. I got this one thing I want to bring up. I think the reason that they have canceled basically Alex Jones because he was over the target. This is uh, three months before 9-11. Uh, yes. He was talking about this. Here's the audio. It's two, two minutes and 20 seconds. I think it's worth every second. Here we go. Alex Jones from 2001. I think this was in July. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so glad uh, that you could join us today for this Wednesday, July 25th, 2001 broadcast. Tyranny is enveloping the globe, and the United States is a shining jewel the globalists want to bring down, and they will use terrorism as the pretext to get it done. So that's coming up in the second half of the show. Very important information. I'm going to put the call out that you call the White House and tell them, look, we've seen the news stories that you wanted to blow things up, that you have blown things up, and that you're saying that four million of us are going to die and we need martial law and the Associated Press. And one of your little drills you had. And that we're aware of who the terrorists are if you pull this. This can stop this Hitlerian Reichstag event. I want to put the toll-free number up for Congress. And I won't want you to believe Alex Jones. I want you to go get these news stories off my website. I want you to call these major newspapers. I want you to find out these statements were true by the White House about preparing for martial law. And I want you to let them know that if there is any terrorism, we know who to blame. The point is, if any terrorism comes, it's from this government. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden, who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, running the Mujahideen War, and whose family builds all the military bases over in Saudi Arabia right now, and sits on the board of Iridium Satellite, he's the boogeyman they need in this Orwellian phony system. 
I want the White House numbers up there now. A big part of the solution, after you research all the government terrorism and check out what I'm saying is true, call the White House and tell them, we know the government's planning terrorism. We know Oklahoma City and World Trade Center was terrorism. We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun. If you do it, we're going to blame you because we know who's up to it. Or if you let some terrorist group do it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And you could save the planet. I'm calling it Operation Expose the Government Terror. So when he first said this, I thought to myself, what's he talking about blowing up the World Trade Center? I forgot that they tried to bomb the World Trade Center in like 93 or 96. Uh, I think it was 96. Something. It was It was after the Oklahoma thing. So, yeah, it was that moment. Oh, actually, I, I think you're right. 93. So, yeah. Or the Oklahoma thing. So he had Osama bin Laden's name before before the 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 World Trade Centers were hit. I mean, he's been over the target. It, uh, Patriot says Nick says it was in 1993. He wasn't even alive in 93. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> well, listen, I, I appreciate the chat checking us, of course, checking of course. our facts. I appreciate all that. Over opinionated. Yeah. Um, so. Again, he's been right a lot. The Oklahoma City bombing was 27 years ago today. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Again, these are things that you remember where you were when you heard about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you went down that rabbit hole when they found him, you know, uh, Timothy Timothy McVeigh. And, again, I don't – I I don't know anymore. I've been white pilled, black pilled, red pilled. I've had so many pills shoved up my ass. I have well, no back idea then when it when it uh, actually happened, like a, a month or two after. Like, hey man, because you know the internet wasn't really a thing per se, and uh, everybody's like, man, did you know that the 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 seventh floor was the FBI floor, and all of them called in sick, like they knew this was going to happen. You know that kind of shit was just going or going around in the. Well, like I said, the no, same thing on the happened. rumor mill. Yeah, the same thing happened with building building seven. This is why I can't. This is why I can't get the thing about the planes taking down towers yeah. one and two. Right, I know, I know. Because building seven just dropped right in. Uh, jet fuel burns at three thousand million fucking degrees. Okay, I, I know, but I've seen buildings. Like I saw that one building in Philadelphia go catch on fire at like the ninth floor and burn all the way up to the 22nd floor. And I mean, burn all the way up to the top and take everything out and was hot as hell. And it did not warp any of the steel, none of it. So, but anyhow, Oh my God, Duchess. Yeah. Duchess talking about the photo of the fireman holding that baby. Yeah. That was just horrific. So what what about another hero? Okay. Pizza delivery man praised by police after tripping a fleeing suspect. I was in the middle of a of the movie. So yeah. There's an actual video there. Yeah, this kind of cracks me up because um I'll go ahead, play the video. So obviously there's the pizza guy. There's some cops parked out here, and apparently a guy is trying to run from him. And here we go. Let's see if this works. Probably two ads first. I don't, I don't have any audio. So That's all right. Don't need it. So the, the cops. Look, look over here to your left where the cop cars are. He comes running. Right. He comes running out. And the guy don't even drop the pizza. He just Boom. comes out. Are you hungry? Eat shit, motherfucker. 
He never drops the pizza. He waits. Guy stops, gets out of the car, starts running. Starts coming towards him. I'll get him. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Take him down. All right, buddy. Get on the ground. What if that was Jalen Hurts? Now, here's the funny thing. This guy's just a pizza delivery man. He's still yeah. like he's like. Or, or is, he, is he the pizza delivery he's guy? He's coming. Like, what? When you just that give guy just drove through those yards across the street. Did you just catch that part? Yeah. First, do you think right there, the guy's driving through there? yards? So that's why he's like, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah. This car's just like, "I'm gonna farm a couple of yards on my way to jail." He Maybe he thought out. there was there was somebody having like a, a medical event of some sort, and so he walked out there. Like, I would at least nosy. handed off the food first. Yeah, he's just a nosy guy. He's just still sit, handing the holding on to the pizza and the sandwich. He's trying to get out of the way. He's like, "No, I got it. Suck it." Down he goes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the other thing I have? Oh, did you want me to bring up the John Fetterman thing? I have that ready. Yeah, I have it too. All right. It's right here. All right. You Guess who's right. back to work and he's not wearing a hoodie? Uh, I got uh, I got a uh, uh, suit on. My mommy dressed me. He ran down saying, don't hit my car, motherfucker. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, especially crops, organics, and research to order. What? Chairwoman Stevenow. What? It's like there's a nine-year-old with a, like a handicap or a stutter. And they're all just being nice to him, like, yes, that's me. All right. Yeah. He should have a helmet and a drool cup. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that the the people of Pennsylvania voted this more. No, I'm sorry. They voted him in. This is more about the voters in Pennsylvania than it is about this guy. I mean, okay, he wanted to run. Why you would take and vote him in over a potted plant? I still well, never get I, I'll never understand it. How do you think Dr. Oz feels? <laughs> I know. I lost to this motherfucker. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, I was uh, dating a chick. She had left her boyfriend. And um, so we dated for a couple of months. She was uh, a year older than me at the time. I was just getting out of high school. And she uh, she had walked in on her boyfriend fudge packing another dude. She didn't know that he swung that way. So the, and they had an apartment together. She came home from work and walked in and there, there he was fucking, you know, plowing away. Right. So she leaves him. So she leaves him. And then, you know, we end up dating and, you know, a couple of months later, she goes back to him and I'm like, I I just got dumped for a fudge packer. Yeah. What's up with that? I mean, I don't know which particular chocolate plant he worked in, but (laughs) He's a mud turtle. I have to cover my. <laughs> yeah, he's a freaking turd burglar, man. So I, that would drive me crazy. Yeah. So, so I guess I kind of see how Dr. Oz must feel. Yeah. You know, having to watch this shit go on because, because he just took off what, like two months or a month and a half, whatever, because he was in depression. Oh, depression. You just got your first job ever. 
and you're in your 40s. Why are you depressed? Is it because you got your first job? Now, well, so, okay, so I have a different take on this. Go ahead. He should have never been able to run because this is, I mean, when you have a stroke, the first thing they tell you to do is not do, let your brain heal. And yeah, but you if don't, don't have one. Well, I don't know if he did or he didn't. I, I don't know. I don't know the man before the stroke. I have no idea. But being out on a campaign trail, trying to do all this stress and pressure that he was under probably, uh, probably made his condition worse and he'll never get it back now. So, oh my God, all of a sudden, here we go. Sparky toaster, mail in, drop off ballots. As long as they're around, elections will never be on the up and up. Jesus Christ, hold on one second. Did you hear, everybody's heard this already, the settlement that Fox News and Dominion voting machines just had? I might have heard the number, but I don't recall it. Up 700 and I'm going to go 750, maybe more. They settled, Fox News settled with Dominion, $750 million to settle that lawsuit. I was like, I mean, holy cow. That's a lot. That I mean, they figured that this was going to get thrown out. And then all of a sudden, they, they, they're like, wait a minute, if this goes through, we could lose it and we could, it could wipe us out. So they decided to go with, I mean, I don't even know how much Fox News is worth. But it, well, I mean, Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch has that in his couch cushions. Whew. Yeah. All right. So uh, Duchess says $781 million. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Because when they went through discovery, they got all the emails between, uh, I don't know, Tucker Carlson and... Uh, What's, his, what's the other guy's name? Hannity. And, and you know, and they got him. Got and him. I guess there was a lot of incriminating evidence in there. So they're like, I guess this, if this is going to go to trial, we got to settle this thing right now. So 781 million, you can get Jalen Hurts for like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this guy. Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee and i look forward to working with you i don't know why the volume's so low farm bill a farm bill that works for small far- farmers farts communities and hungry americans i would also like to thank my raking member like how everybody else has a water he has a gatorade because he needs those electrolytes i guess working closely with you snap is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and piracy in the country. Blah blah. Who cares? I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm appalled that that this. I, I just want better representation. For I'm the glad that I, that's all. I don't care. I don't give a shit if I hurt somebody's feelings because I call this man a fucking retard. I'm just glad that I found somebody that reads out loud worse than me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm okay yeah, but, but if it's your writing, I mean, wouldn't you read something you wrote with a little more clarity? No. You well, screw up on you. I mean, it's it's your wording, so it's like you. It's your your own cadence, your own. He didn't write that. Right. That's my point. Yeah, he didn't write any of that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get it. And then, you know, if I could say something. Did I do this? Are you going to bring this one up? I'm trying to bring it up. All right. Being an asshole right now. Here, I did it. You I did it. 
Well, where's the see the actual tweet was from Gavin Newsom. He he retweeted this and said something. All right. Go ahead. I'll stop. You can do it. You can go. No, back. I'm just. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. I brought it up. up the same. <sighs> Damn it! <laughs> Don't worry, Bob. I got. It. I got it. So it says, Gavin Newsom re- retweeted this tweet from the New York Times and says, "Listen to the children." Uh, students at Staley High School in Kansas City, Missouri, walked out of class on Tuesday to march for Ralph Yarrell, the black classmate who was shot twice on Thursday by an 84-year-old white man after going to the wrong address to pick up, pick up his brothers. And these, this is just a video of all the kids who walked out of school. And, uh, yep, they're just walking. And, uh, I, I mean, I see, I, what are they trying to support here? Uh, not shooting through a door and killing somebody on the other side. Okay, now, but what does race have to do with it now, even if this guy was racist? Nothing. So why are we talking about a black classmate and a white man? Bob, how long has it been since you've been in high school? I don't know. 35 years, 34 years. It's been years. a long time. I mean, it's been a long time for me, but if there's any chance of me walking out of class, so I'd have right. to sit there and listen to teachers. All right. Well, that's what the I'm comment. going. Yeah. What? No, that's what You're the comment lunches. Here. What? Any reason to skip school? Exactly. What? To go to raise ice cream sandwiches, five cents. How about it here? This Anything. Says, uh, that's a big crowd. Reminds me of the crowd of fentanyl addicts down on the corner of uh, Mission and 7th buying drugs in open-air drug market in San Francisco at the, f- at the federal building that, as governor, you won't do anything about. So I think in your state, um, give up your armed security. Three girls, three girls came and tried to turn around in the driveway, which kind of made me think about yeah, your old shotgun. Yes. So a guy walks out and shoots into the car and ends up killing one of the girls. It was a long drive, one of those long driveways, like like a quarter mile long. It, it wasn't like a like a regular like a subdivision house kind of a driveway. It was a long you know, access road to the house and they, they were lost. Uh, um, this guy's an asshole, but he came out blasting a freaking like a 12 gauge. Yeah, but what I'm saying is nobody gives a shit about her. Why? Because a white man shot away. It was on the news today. Yeah. Along, where, with that, along with the Ralph Yarl, as well as one other one, there was a cheerleader in Texas or something like that who was shot too. Um, I can't remember the, the uh, circumstances, but in, and it's all tragic. Yes. And, and it was, Every every one of them was senseless gun violence in America, and it's like I, I agree with that. It's but it's, that? yeah, but it's dumb fucks who have guns. Okay, Bob. But so now I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. How do we keep guns out of the hand of dumb fucks? Don't sell guns to dumb fucks. How do you know? Where where is the dumb fuck test? require it should be required not that i want more government uh, uh regulation how can you t- give somebody a test to tell them if they're a dumb fuck or not you can't oh i can tell a dumb fuck right away no you can't you okay. can't i'll be honest with you and, and again duchess says iq test no 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 because somebody can be smart again i go back to the th- i go back to what it's if you own a gun you need to be trained on how to shoot 
and you need to be. And again, things have to be explained to you. So now l- let's talk about this black kid that got shot by the old guy. All right. So the, oh, he's knocking on his door from what I understand. And again, I don't know this for sure, but I heard that the, the kid opened the door. He opened the door. Right. If he shot, let's go with the report that's coming out there. So this, the old guy shot through the door. So if he shot through the door, how did he know it was a black guy? And if he didn't know it was a black guy, how can this be a race, a racist crime? What, what did he do? Oh. Open up the door and go, oh, my God, look at my luck. I shot a black kid. Oh, I thought I was just only shooting a, a poor white. That's not what happened. 84-year-old 80, white man, what do you expect? He's got to be racist. I'll, okay. I'll go. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know, again. 84, 85-year-olds, they were growing up in the 60s. And, and again, there was a lot of racism back then. But what I'm saying is that when you get a guy that's 85 years old and shoots through a fucking door, this guy is going to spend the rest of his life in jail, whatever life he has left. He's going to spend the rest of his life He'll in jail. Probably die while it's in court, John. And then the other guy in the driveway just shooting into the car had no idea what's going on. All right. I, I think – it's tough to say. I mean, I we were uh, last when we were doing the Boomer Bunker, and the guy runs outside to stop the someone trying to steal his car, and then four other guys come over and start beating his ass. If one of those guys had a gun, it would have killed him. So you don't know. You have no idea. But the thing is, he didn't have to go out there and just shoot at the car. Yeah, that was uh, that, that, that was that was absolutely asinine. The the that guy deserves to have the same thing done to him. Right. So, uh, you know, I go back to the, back to that. The reason we have senseless gun violence is because we, we watch too much TV and nobody's explaining what a responsibility it is to have a gun and what can happen to you. If you just shoot through a fucking windshield of somebody in your driveway. I mean, again, you have to know exactly what you're shooting at. So you're telling me this man meant to shoot a teenage girl that drove up his driveway? He had no idea he was there. He just saw somebody in the driveway, and he shot through the windshield. And that guy should go to jail, not for killing a girl, for being a dumbass. Now, I think and- they should, uh, while, he's, while, while he's downtown for questioning, they should throw him his keys and say, you know what, pal, you're free to go. And as he gets in his car and he drives away, they should pump that car full of lead, pay him back. Same fucking thing. See you okay. later. First of all, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, condone what Bob just said. That's from what you just said. You should own a gun right now. You just failed the dumbass test to be quite honest with Why? you. Why? Why? Uh, you just don't shoot somebody. That guy had it, that, that asshole has it coming. Now, first you try them, then you shoot them. <laughs> What's there to try? What? The, okay. I don't well, know. You know Bob, the, I don't know all the facts. We're trying again. I'm not. First of all. I am not agreeing with what you just said. You get the facts. You have a trial. The man gets a defense. If he gets convicted by a jury of his peers, beyond a reasonable doubt, then you sentence him. You okay, just, well, I'm just cool. You're as bad as everybody I'm else. I'm just going by what everybody else does. The Bob Trump, Trump's bad. The uh, headlines told me that Trump's guilty and he's a piece of shit. So guess what? I'm 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 the jury now. Bob, he's automatically better. guilty. No, nothing. Bob, sorry. Be better. Duchess is absolutely right. She says guns should be taught in schools. I've been saying it, and I I want it's one hundred percent true. Guilty till proven innocent. It's not guilty until 
So I said this. Goddamn uh, communist. What, now, I didn't hear about any assault uh, weapons today uh, being used, but 11 hours ago, President Biden banned assault weapons. It's beyond time. So I had to comment back and say, yeah, unless they're going to foreign countries, in that case, make more, more, more. First of all, if you think Joe Biden was sitting on a toilet banging that one out. No, I don't. I, I've never commented on anything that that oh, I'm sorry. has ever posted. Duchess is wrong. She says guns should not be taught in school. They should absolutely be taught in school. Absolutely. They should be handed out like, like notebooks and pencils. Gun safety should be taught in school. Like fire, remember stop drop and roll. They stopped teaching fire safety. They should teach gun safety. They should absolutely teach it. I, I'm sorry. You should be because if there's going to be guns around, you should be able to know where to use them. I, I know. Let's not let's not talk about that. Let's just let people pick up guns, not know how to use them, not know when to use them. You know, just whenever they feel like threatened, they just start rattling them off. Um, EOD, EOD says, I think it should be an elective. When I went to summer camp at 12 years old, they just let us shoot bolt action 22s. I think it was a great learning experience. No one got hurt. It is an elective in most schools. It's called J-R-O-T-C. You take that shit, you're going to learn how to handle a firearm. I can't. I, sometimes I can't with this with some people. And, and listen, I'm a big fan of Duchess, but right now, cut me a break. Would you teach you, when you teach a kid how to drive? You teach defensive driving, you, you know. You teach them how to handle a car. You just don't say, "Okay, here, here's a car. Good luck, people." You're gonna drive her into the arms of another streamer. It's fine. It's okay. It's already <laughs> happening. Okay with it. Uh, I got a little song. Oh, someone's in the driveway. Nice. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I ordered a pizza. <laughs> that was just my Uber driver coming to take me to the bar. Right. Or coming to take me to the gun range. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little song for you. I mean, when is this collapse really going to start? I'm on Zillow worrying about my heart. Interest rates climbing the charts. I'm going to stay one. A million dollars for what? It needs a lot of work and it don't even have a backyard or a garage. Neighborhoods and lacking. Nobody's packing. 750 for a ranch. 50K above asking how this happened. Thought we had it. Shit is savage. I'm about to end our marriage. My wife wants a dead end where good schools are vetted and AD aesthetic. Forget it. Needs a Starbucks, a home is a target. A nail salon, what it do? I about threading. Forever bugging. Girls don't understand the budget. That's our best and final line budget. I wasn't bluffing. Call the real to tell me something. Sick of open houses. Fuck these little muffins. What listed yesterday is already pending a soul. Thought I told you we don't want to live on a main road. Think about the traffic, the noise, been the massive annoyance. I'm trying to find a spot if you come over. Now I'm getting lectured by my father. He forgets his down payment was a dollar. Venting don't even make me feel better. Fuck it. I guess we'll just rent forever. Yeah. I guess we'll just rent forever. So, I like it. yeah, the base what's happening right now is that people have all this money. They don't know where to put it. They don't want to put it in the bank because the, the you know, the banks can only insure up to 200 and what is it? How much is it now? $250,000 uh, on FDIC. 
Yeah. That's so, it. you know, they got to do something. So they're buying up all these properties because they'll be worth something. Maybe, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. So that's why they're dumping all this money into properties because it's a physical holding. It's it's not just paper money, which is basically. Well, but it's gotten to where, you know, okay, your grocery bill resembles what used to be your paycheck. Uh, electric bills now look like car payments. Car prices look like house prices and house prices look like mature retirement accounts. We've been living too long, Bob, because I remember my father in 1976 saying the same shit, the same exact shit. And back then, if you were making $7 an hour, you were, you could buy a house because everything was in line with that. And then we went through, I guess it was 1980 was when we had all that inflation. When we went off the gold standard, when Nixon took us off the gold standard, it took us about, I don't know, six years. And then inflation went up so high that they had to have, interest rates were 18%. Yeah, 18%. Yeah, but on a $30,000 house, it's not so bad. 18% is too on bad. On a $30,000 house? You couldn't sell houses. For a 30-year mortgage? You could not sell houses back then. I remember we were tr- we were trying to sell a house. We were trying to sell the family house back then, and okay, so this house was three stories, had nine bedrooms, two bathrooms, a, a thirty by thirty uh, cinder block garage in the back on a half acre. Back then, it would have been worth one hundred twenty five thousand. They sold it for sixty eight thousand because the interest rates were so high. They couldn't get the price for it. Just that's just the way it was. Um, yeah, Lisa remembers. Interest rates were nuts in the 80s. It was absolutely 100% correct. Uh, and so now this is what we're going to go through now. It seems like cool. it's every, what, 20, every 40 years we go through this. Let's do a quick Here. exercise. Go ahead. All right. We're going to borrow a house back then was around 30 grand for a decent house. Uh, if you're paying, what'd you say, 18%? Yeah, for thirty years you're looking at four hundred and fifty-two bucks a month. Now that's a lot of money back, you know, nineteen seventy-five. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were making seven dollars an hour, so you're okay. making two hundred and eighty before taxes. So when you got your when you got your paycheck, you were making like uh, I don't know, a I couple guess hundred a week. Yeah, let's say let's go crazy and say you were taking home two hundred a week. Yeah. So that's that's not bad that's half your salary and but see back then they told you that your rent or your mortgage should not be more than one week's salary okay. well let's add a zero three hundred thousand and let's take off the one and make it eight percent because that's more accurate now look at it twenty two hundred so yeah. let's say you're still making what would a couple hundred bucks a week back then be it'd be uh you're looking at like five bucks an hour, so that's a lo- that's about double what minimum wage is. Minimum wage now is what? Yeah, but you, that's just your that's What's just minimum. Now? Any idea? Is it like it's like eight bucks an hour? It's like fifteen. Let's go fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, so you're making thirty thirty bucks an hour. So that's twelve hundred a week. So you're making forty eight hundred. Who's making thirty dollars an hour now? You, you just said okay. No, I just said back then five bucks an hour was two hundred a week. Back yeah. then, back in back when we had the thirty thousand dollar house, right? Okay, well that was about double fucking minimum wage because the minimum wage was around two twenty five, two fifty. Back then, it was okay. No one's making thirty dollars an hour now. Nobody. Okay, well then let's say twenty. That's still right. that's still eight hundred a week, thirty two hundred a month. 
that's harder to to pull out. Yeah, this is over half of that. Correct. Okay, that's 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 more like two thirds. Like says, what I do? Just throw up to an algebra lesson. I'm just saying it's 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 way more difficult today. Who says it wasn't? Who you, you were trying to say back back then, back in the day, my dad, this and that. Yeah, Bob, you couldn't sell a house back in the day. You couldn't. House prices dropped 50% back then. You could get a you could get a brand new house that was selling five years uh earlier. We're selling for eighty thousand dollars, brand new. Walk in, brand new. Yeah, they were. They dropped down to like sixty thousand because they couldn't sell them. They couldn't get rid of them. Like, unless you had cash. If you had cash, then it was amazing because you were the prices were dropping and you could just walk in and buy, buy, buy land or whatever. If you had cash, if you didn't have cash, you couldn't buy. I had friends that bought right before all this shit happened. Well, that's why, you know, these days I have started making my own stock, uh, chicken, beef, and vegetable. Because one day I hope to be a bullionaire. <sighs> Nothing. Wow. So on that note. All righty. Wow. Oh my God, was that a dad joke? Hey, your house is so small, you got to go outside to change your mind. Oh, yep. Yep. All right, everybody. We'll be back here next Wednesday night. Same bad time, same bad channel. Thanks for hanging out with us.